Cape Talk. Join the conversation. And now, Consumer Talk featuring Wendy Nola. Ten minutes past two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon and it is Consumer Talk every Wednesday. So while visiting her aunt in Cape Town, a 17-year-old British girl had a tattoo done by a local tattoo artist on her face and without parental consent. Her family is horrified, but is there anything in South African law which makes it illegal to tattoo under 18s? Wendy, a very good afternoon to you and welcome to the show. Hello, Zane. Good to be with you. And it's a really interesting topic uh, today. Um, I've learned a bit in my research. Um, and the answer to whether it's, uh, there's anything in South African law which makes it illegal for somebody to tattoo under 18s, the answer is no. Um, there isn't. The Not exactly, anyway. The UK prohibits anyone under the age of 18 to have a tattoo, and any artist found doing so is prosecuted and well can be prosecuted and fined. No such prohibition here legally, um, uh, which would explain perhaps why this young girl from the UK out visiting um, her family in Cape Town um, saw an opportunity to to get one while still a minor. Um, Consumer attorney at Cape Town-based Trudy Brookman will be joining us a bit later in the show to to talk us through the legalities. But legalities aside, there are clearly ethical and moral issues which a tattoo parlor ought to consider (laughs) before tattooing somebody on their face. Um, And certainly a young person without, never mind an underage one, uh, without, uh, you know, any other tattoos, you know, um, on their body, it, it, you know, it, it, it is something that uh, needs to be very, very seriously considered. And um, as we'll hear a bit later, um, I was watching a YouTube channel called Inked, and they interviewed um, a range of experienced tattoo artists. And the question was, is there any tattoo that you would refuse, any request from a client? And many of them spoke about face tattoos, especially when it comes to very young people. So clearly, you know, a lot of feeling, strong mm. feeling in the industry itself that um, it, it's a no-no for obvious reasons. Um, yes, it's, you don't know what career you're going to pursue. Yeah. I mean, most young people don't like an item of clothing they've bought six months later, let alone something that's going to stay with them, a choice that will stay with them um, for the rest of their lives that we can get to talk a little bit about what options there are for mm. removing or concealing them. But um, I thought we'd start speaking to Natasha Wells van who is the aunt in the story, um, whose niece it was, who had this experience, um, and uh, hear from her how it happened. Natasha, very good afternoon to you and welcome to Cape Talk. Hi, yes, thanks. Thanks for having me. Wendy? Um and thank you for being willing to come on air and talk about this incident, which has understandably been very traumatic for the family. What what has your niece told you? What did she tell you about what happened at uh, this parlor? It's called It's Only Skin Tattoo, based in Claremont. And um, this all went down on the 29th of December. I suppose the first question is, did she when she was recounting uh, what happened to you, because obviously it was impossible um, to ignore a, a tattooed face um, or to miss the tattoo. Did she tell 
the artist that she was just 17? Um, Wendy, yes, she did. She told him, apparently she told him twice that she was uh, 17. And he continued anyway, saying that it was absolutely okay. And um, she was supposed to fill in a consent form, um, which, of course, would disclose that she's 17. and, um, And that would stop her from getting the tattoo without her parents' permission. But he told her to laugh it off, allegedly. I probably should add, but I'm I'm hundred yes. percent sure of that. <laughs> okay, but there was an issue of an ID book. Tell us about that. Okay, or an so ID card. In, or something. Order, you know, I I don't think that the tattoo. Let me just get this right. I don't think that the tattoo parlor was actually at fault here. They had checks and balances in place. Well, they are to a degree, but they had checks mm-hmm. and balances in place to stop youngsters getting a tattoo. So I've, I have gone to speak to them. Um, and they check some balances. That they, they have this form which needs to be filled in. And in order to continue, right. if you're under the age of 18, and your ID reflects that, you cannot come in for the tattoo without both your parents present. However, when she got to that point, she said, well, like, you know, I'm, I'm under 18. It won't let me continue. So he said, don't worry about it. Just leave the ID out which I think is shocking. Was this an online process when you say you she couldn't no, she continue? Was in the was shop it, was with it, all... she, it was It was in the shop oh, I see. On, a, on an iPad or, you know, one of those sort of online. Like oh, online I see. In the shop. So the system knocked it out and she needed a so valid ID, exactly. ID showing that she was over exactly. 18. Okay, I hear So she put a random okay. ID in, which was a photo ID of obviously, you know, somebody she knows. And um, so the photo ID was in. Her name with the photo ID of somebody else with their name else. and their details of somebody else. So there was no, they, he didn't bother to check to see if the ID was hers. Well, he knew it wasn't in actual fact. He knew it wasn't hers um, and continued with the process anyway. Um, and, and I'm 100% sure that she had told him twice. She actually said she told him, she thinks it was actually three times that she told him she was 17, but he continued anyway, knowing that, um, and just sort of bypassed the system and didn't, didn't bother to, to look at the, at the form um, and, and notice that her face didn't match and her name didn't match the ID that was presented. Um, now okay, the so there was no normally, attempt to falsify an ID or anything like that? I, well, I'm not really sure what what uh, what that. No, she didn't change anybody's <laughs> but that's anybody like else's it. ID. Yes. She, she didn't put her photo on it right. or anything like that. It was very, it was. No, that's what I'm like getting at. Putting someone put someone else's ID in. She just simply put someone else's ID, a photo of their ID. Or the in. system. Yes. So, Got it. So it had yeah. So, so it had the other person's name, the other person's photo, and then on her form, she's written her name and she signed with her name and she's standing in front of them with her face. I've got you. So let's talk about what the ink, the ink that she got. She went in, um, from what I can gather, she didn't go requesting a face tattoo. It sort of happened while she was there. She initially had what I've since learned, the tattoos that go between one's breasts and then under them is called a sternum tattoo. That was what she wanted originally, and she did get that first. She did on the same day, yes, the same sitting. So, so she went in. Right. The story goes, and it's a little bit cruel. So, I'm not sure if I want to, uh, you know, if, if we should disclose all of these things. But 
it, you know, she went in there saying she would like a tattoo and how much would it cost? And, um, and he then gave her the price. Um, and there were, she, she'd gone, this, oh, I don't know how in depth you want to go into this whole thing, but the short it's version. Not, uh, um, the short version, yes, please, because I do know the details and, and some of them aren't 100% relevant to our discussion. Okay, so, so yes. I'm um, not sure which ones you want to talk about, so maybe you should you should okay. take note of <laughs> Okay, so so let me, let, let's say, let's put it this way. Um, how did the discussion around the face tattoo uh, begin? Who initiated it? She apparently said to him she liked the tattoo that he had on his face. So he said, well, I'll give you that one for free. So she didn't go in looking for that tattoo. She went in looking for her, I mean, obviously without her parents' permission, without her guardian's permission, she was at a friend's house and went off and did this on her own. Um, it came back with all of these tattoos, which was, yeah, quite a quite a surprise. But yeah, so she'd gone in and and asked for this particular tattoo on her torso and come back with a, a tattoo on her torso and on her face. Um, and that, that what she gets across to me is that she liked the tattoo on his face. She didn't. She wasn't going to get one. She liked it, and he said, "Well, I'll give it to you for free." And he he did it for for her. <laughs> okay. And there's there another. A well, I mean. Session. I beg your pardon? Her very first tattoos that she's ever got in the same sitting, this to- right. tattoo on her torso and yes. on her face at the same time. On her face. Okay. And how does she feel about it now, I suppose I should ask? Uh, she, she clearly did consent to it, although there's an argument that a minor doesn't have the emotional maturity to consent, as in the case of, 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 a, of a sexual act. You know, that's why we have the law in that case. But... But how does she feel about it now? Does she regret it, or she's at, 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 because of the the, the storm that has erupted around it, or is she still happy to have it on her face? You know, she she flip flops between whether she should have it laser removed, whether she should go and have it. You know, I, I, she's she doesn't know. She's too young. She really doesn't know. She's like, maybe maybe it's I should leave it. Maybe I should have it taken off. Maybe I should leave it. Just you know. <laughs> Which I think says it all about <laughs> the situation and 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 why minors uh, should not be getting tattoos, at least of all on their face. There's another issue, Natasha, and that is around posting an image, a clearly identifiable image, although not named. Um, her full face was posted by the tattoo artist on Instagram and as well as on Facebook, Facebook. both of yeah. which have, have been removed, the Facebook one, just overnight. But um, was according to your niece, was her consent uh, sought for that, or did the artist take it upon himself to to use it as you know part of their marketing? We haven't discussed it a hundred percent, but my understanding is she realised that he was taking a photo to use for marketing, although she didn't actually give him her consent. It may Specific. have been okay. it may have been in those forms which she signed, which were of the false ID. Um so yeah, so it may have been in there that they used the images. I'm not sure. I haven't seen those forms. Um but okay. as soon as they realized, because literally last night 
um, realized that she was 17, um, they took it off the Facebook. She had originally asked them, she saw it on Instagram and asked them to remove it off, off Instagram, which they did, but they left it on the Facebook page. Um, so, yeah, so that has now been removed. Okay, when you say there, you're talking about the owner of, of this yes. tattoo parlor, and you went there this morning at opening time and had a meeting with both the artist and the owner, Adrian Cock. Could you summarize for us how that went? Um, well, obviously, I, you know, I went and have had some time to cool down. That was really quite key because uh, if, if I'd gone in there on the first day, I would have gone in there with hell and brimstone. Um, I'd had some time to cool down and, and I had a very lovely conversation with the owner where we, we sat and chatted at length about how this happened, how how she managed to get by the system, and it was it was the case of the person that normally checks was on leave, um, and uh, and this guy was new and clearly didn't know the tattoo art the the, the policy for the shop. Um, and we'd had a lovely conversation and we were getting somewhere. You know, he was, we were talking about how we need to get these checks and balances in place even more. They need to have a code of conduct that the, the people that work there understand. We'd ha- we had a lovely conversation. Like, really, it was good. It was pro- progressive and, and uh, um, productive. And then this tattoo artist came outside and spoke to us as well. And when I say spoke to, I mean to at, maybe, is a better word. Uh, he had mm-hmm. no remorse at all. Um, he doesn't see any problem in tattooing a minor at all. Uh, his attitude was absolutely disgusting. Um, and, uh, I mean, like not even the owner of the shop could come to you know, sort of get him to, to settle down the way he was carrying on with me. Um, clearly he felt threatened, but, um, yeah, it was, it was uncalled for. His mm. behavior was really uncalled for. Um, and, I, you know, I hadn't even mentioned how I feel about him. <laughs> you know, he just came out and yeah. let loose. Um, but the, what worried me was that he, he really he felt that there was no reason for him to not tattoo an under-18 person at all. He, had, he felt there was no reason for him to, uh, to not tattoo someone on their face. Um, the, the policy, the owner told wow. me the policy that they have at the, at the place is that you, if you want a tattoo on your face, you need to have other tattoos that are visible. So on your sleeves, on your hands or on your neck before they allow you to have a tattoo on your face, before they will do a tattoo for you on your face. Because you need to understand what the implications are um, of having a tattoo that's yes. visible before you do that. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Uh, okay, perhaps we should hold it there, Natasha. If you could, I, I should come in at this point and say that um, I did uh, chat one-on-one with Adrian Cock, the owner of It's Only Skin, this morning. He, I did invite him to join us on air, of course, but he said sadly he had booked um, a, a tat- to do a tattoo for someone that was going to take uh, four and a half hours, and he's pretty much in the middle of it now. Um, he repeated that the woman. Um, who oversees the consent form, who does that that second check that all is okay and would most certainly have picked up the glaring uh, discrepancy between your niece and the ID that was presented. 
um, if only in name, you didn't have to look further than that. Um, she was on leave. It was December the 29th. And he himself was stepping in and out of the shop running errands. Um, and, but that he was um, assured by the artist in question that the client was in, was 18. He says, when I came back to the shop after one errand, I saw the butterfly stencil on her face. I said, it's not a good idea. But to my understanding, she was 18. Um, so all I did was try to talk her out of it. Um, the artist insisted that you know the client had asked for it to be done. Um, I said I strongly disagreed. I had to step out again. When I came back, the tattoo was done. I had words with the artist and said we don't tattoo people if they are, um, even if they're 18, 19, 20, unless they have full sleeve tattoos or a neck tattoo. In other words, a very um, prominent, visible tattoo. Um, Adrian also said it was possible to ink over that butterfly with skin tone ink so that you'd never know it was there. Um, I'm no expert in this field, but it does occur to me that one's skin tone varies uh, as what ages um, at different climates and seasons and stuff. And so I'm not sure how successful that could be um, and that he'd offered to do it free of charge in this case. He said he took down the Facebook post himself overnight. Um, he said the only time we tattoo a minor is if they are 17, turning 18, both parents are present. It must not be visible and it must have some sort of special meaning, such as a memorial, for example, you know, if a, grand, a, a beloved grandparent has passed or something like that. I did say to him, though, you know, if the, if the, um, even if he, having been told the, the, the girl was 18, um, so in other words, no longer a minor, if the policy was to only do face tattoos under the circumstances he's just, um, and I've just outlined those those terms and conditions, why didn't he say to the artist, you absolutely will not do the face tattoo? And he skirted around that a little. So I, I believe that certainly should have been the order. This was an employee, a new one at that Um and, and given, you know, how serious it is for anybody to have a, 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 a tattoo on their face, let alone um, some, a, a minor um, or even somebody who's, who's just a, a, a major, 18, 19 um, years old. Um, so I suppose before we, we leave you, um, Natasha, what do you think is going to happen? You must have spoken to the girl's parents. Um what course of action will be taken now, given everything, all the facts that you have at your disposal? Well, uh, it's a bit, of, a bit of a tricky one because it's not really up to me. It's up to her parents. Um, sure. But, yeah, yeah. So I think the consequences, she she's going to have to deal with the consequences of her own actions as well, which is she made a stupid decision to go in there and do this in the first place. Um and uh, and and she needs to decide what she wants to do at this point. Now we're talking about an incredibly beautiful girl who, uh, you know, she's she loves to do self tan and skin. I don't know. It's the tanning, the tanning, and I don't know how a flesh color tattoo would work on her skin because her skin changes color all the time with all of the tanning and whatever whatever she does. So I'm not sure how that will work and if she's going to choose that option. We'll have to discuss that with her. Um, she might decide to get a laser tattoo removed. I'm not sure. Um, 
and and we'll just have to take it from there, from our side. For she'll go back to England next month, and she'll probably have to have that conversation with her parents as well. Um, but yeah, from the from the tattoo parlor side, I I do think that they will think twice about it again. Um, and and I think yeah. you know the manager dealt with it really well. He really did. Um, and I I. Yeah, I don't want to say what I think should happen to the tattoo artist, mm. <laughs> but um, but I think the manager dealt with it really well. And that's Natasha Wells from the Merva chatting to Wendy Nola about the particular incident uh, on discussion and on the table this afternoon. If you have any comments on it, you can send it through to oh seven two five six seven one five six seven. While visiting her aunt in Cape Town, a seventeen-year-old British girl had a tattoo done by a local tattoo artist on her face and without parental consent. That is the basic um, topic under discussion. And if you'd like to send us a WhatsApp message or a voice note, you can send it to 0725671567. Cape Talk. Consumer Talk. WhatsApp on 0725671567. 0214460567. Coming off the the WhatsApp line before we go back to uh, Wendy Nola on this particular topic, uh, the aunt shouldn't now di- um, divert or divert the, the artist. Her niece must be responsible for her actions, and uh, the family needs to be gentle with their child. Uh, silly mistakes now splashed all over the news, uh, and I think what what the bottom line here actually is is that the fact that we are talking about something in terms of where and when the legal aspect and I know that we we're going to be talking to Trudy Brookman about that what are the legal aspects around it what is because I, I, I would love to see your your daughter who is 17 year old now uh, eventually appear in front of uh, a judge as a lawyer with a tattoo on her face when she's 27. You know, that, that kind of picture just doesn't stand with me. Also, uh, Wendy, another um, SMS that's coming, WhatsApp that's coming uh, off 0725671567. My daughter did her job shadowing at a tattoo parlor. Of course, she wanted one uh, and we were called in. Um, she was 16 at the time. We looked at the design. Uh, it was on the lower back and uh, she designed it. And of course, he redefined it or redesigned it. Uh, and we both had to, um, you know, sign and give our consent and agreed uh, to sign forms all above board. Beautiful. Um, uh, you know, and she got more stuff uh, done after that. Uh, and that's from uh, after she was 18 from Elise out in Darling. I got myself also into a spot of trouble, Wendy, when my daughter, when I went mm-hmm. to New Zealand and my daughter uh, turned 21 and I was there for her 21st birthday. And she said to me, Dad, I have just just received results for my um, my exam and, uh, and, and I've actually passed my degree in ballet. Can I have two small little pink ballet shoes tatted on 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 my back on my left shoulder and of course I did it she hid it away and when I came back to South Africa uh, mom was very very mad at me when she found out that this was actually <laughs> happening but uh, when we, we we continue this discussion and it's a very 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 important discussion because I think it hampers on a lot of legality and for me uh, the gentleman working at the who did the tattoo when he was working at the tattoo parlor was new but I wonder wonder I wonder what if he had actually worked in 
Um, it probably works in other parlors because, you know, normally the industry sets certain requirements and certain standards, standards. Within, yes. within the industry. Yeah. So uh, that would have been also an interesting thing to find out. Wendy, it's all yours. Well, okay. I just wanted to say in response to some of those um, uh, messages that came in, always welcome. Um but splashing it all over the media. She hasn't been named. It's a different surname from her aunt. She doesn't live in this country. Um, you know, as I say, the parlor put her her face on Facebook, which um, I saw, and it was subsequently taken down. Um, and the, exactly, I mean, in your daughter's case, she's twenty-one, very much an adult. She's been an adult for for three years, and um, you know, regardless of her parents' thoughts, is fully entitled to to you know take that decision mm. in the parlor within their rights to to, to do it in this case um the the artist in question was told that the child was uh, the girl was was 17 by herself and she she actually volunteered that information and the id that she supplied was very clearly not hers it didn't it wasn't as if it was a falsified id with her picture on it or anything like that it was clearly somebody else's id supplies just to get around the um digital consent form um because failing a valid id it, it wouldn't have um uh, there would have been no consent and the tattoo couldn't have gone ahead. So I think it's very important to to clarify the issue that this was uh, knowingly done on a minor and that the artist himself said directly to the aunt who who came forward with the mm. story yeah. that he didn't see anything wrong with tattooing a minor on their face. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know how minor he has in mind, but um, certainly that is a fairly worrying um statement. Um, but to look at the legalities further, such as they are, um, we don't have the protection, um, we don't have, uh, as the UK has, um, it's not, um, tattoo artists are not prohibited from tattooing under 18. Um, I'm hoping we have Trudy Brookman, Cape Town-based consumer attorney, yes. who's been on this show many, many times, to, to talk us through this a little bit. Trudy's on the line with us this afternoon, and um, I, I think it's important to discuss the, the sort of legal aspects of this because uh, it, it seems that it is, uh, you know, it's neither the end, here nor there, and if we don't possibly set some kind of legal standard, um, this kind of thing might occur and, it, you know, might continue to children who are even younger at 15 or 14. Uh, Trudy, a very good afternoon to you and welcome to Cape Talk. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Wendy? So, Judy, just clarify for us the legal position. Um, it's very different from that of the UK where it's expressly outlawed. A few people have said to me that it appointed me to the Children's Act 38 of 2005, but I can't find anything in there that even vaguely would outlaw the tattooing of um, a person under 18. Yes, I agree with your interpretation, Wendy. I've also taken a careful act, literally uh, with a colleague, went through line by line uh, through the Children's Act just to see whether there's anything along those lines. Um, obviously, maltreatment of children in, in uh, broad uh, strokes is, is outlawed by the Act, um, but the Act isn't specific that uh, applying a tattoo 
is such maltreatment or, or abuse of a child. Um, I think that we find better guidance actually in the Constitution of South Africa. So the Constitution okay. guarantees freedom of expression, but it also says that children's rights are, are um, uh, to be protected as, and, and to be regarded as being paramount, um, and that a, a child in particular has a right to human dignity and privacy, um, and then we have a, a common law right to bodily integrity, um, and that okay. means that your body isn't allowed to be pierced or, um, or, or uh, uh, changed in any way. Um, so we speak about body modification. I think there are all kinds of different ways of doing that that are, are becoming mm-hmm. old, that are either new or old. Um, and, um, and those, on a, on a basic level, are infringements on the right to bodily integrity, you are allowed to uh, do ba- uh, body modification if you have consented to that, but an under 18 under South African law cannot consent. Um, cannot. So, so that is the issue. There was a lack of, of, of valid consent um, in respect of this, of this uh, tattoo. So, or the, or the two tattoos actually in this case. Our constitutional yes. court hasn't really dealt with this directly. What, what we have got is the, um, the, the constitutional court case in the matter of Nathan um, Pillay, her, her daughter Sunali. Um, I remember uh, this. Hindu people, she wore a, a nose stud to school and the That's issue right. was, is that okay mm. or not? Um, but the situation in that case is very different because um, Mrs. Pillay very much supported the NOSTAD. She had consented to her daughter getting the NOSTAD. The daughter wanted the NOSTAD for, um, as, as, a, as an expression of her religious and cult- cultural religious. Uh, beliefs. I and, remember. It was a Durban private so school. Different. I remember the case well. That's right. Um, yes. So, and also a piercing is less of a permanent infringement to your body, bodily integrity because you can just take the little... Um, no stud out and the and the, the um, space would just close up, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually is much um, more of a permanent thing. It involves, removal involves the destruction of the outer layer of, of that portion of your skin. Of your skin, yes. Mm. Um, so let's talk about something where there is legal clarity and that is the fact that um, with or without, we're not sure what was on the form, whether that consent form included a clause saying, I have a consent to my image, uh, Im- images of my tattoo being used for marketing purposes. But um, as we now know, um, it, you know, an underage person um, is not capable of giving legal consent. Um, so, so as for the posting of, of the picture with or without consent, on Instagram, which was then removed at the girls' um, behest, and then on Facebook, I think that was a little bit. Uh, the girl, young girls these days don't don't want anything to do with Facebook, so she clearly didn't realise it was on the tattoo parlours Facebook marketing page as well. Um, and uh, I actually saw it and brought it to the aunt's attention just last night, and the owner has since removed it. But but could you speak to the legality of posting? pictures of an underage person on a public platform for marketing purposes? Wendy, there's no lack of clarity. Uh, the uh, Protection of Personal Information Act, which became uh, effective last year, makes it very clearly illegal to collect, record, store or use a photograph or any other personal information of a minor, in other words, a person under 18, unless 
their parental go- or, or if they don't have parents, uh, their legal guardian has consented to that. Okay. In so her consent is irrelevant. Mm. Yes. Yes, there are a few right. exceptions to this. So, um, if the the uh, information is legally required um, in terms of some statute, or there's been authorization by the re- information regulator, and it's in the public interest, none of those exceptions apply. Um, this is a gross breach of Section 34 of, of Poppy. Okay, thank you for setting that out. Um, I think. The issue here was we have a, a an employee who uh, was clearly not briefed on all these very important issues that come with the practice of of tattooing. About the man is about about and there are ethical issues, of course, beyond mm. the legal ones. But and I'm going to touch on that um, in a bit. Let me ask you, lastly, uh, Trudy, if this family um, and I have no. I, I don't believe, I haven't been told that they're going to, but hypothetically, if if, if a family in this situation was to approach you uh, for guidance um, on what steps they should take if they wanted to um, have the, the tattooist himself sanctioned in some way, um, what would your advice be? Um, there are a few uh, routes that they could take. Um, I would recommend that they certainly lodge a complaint with the information regulator, and one can easily do that from the UK, uh, or if the aunt would like to do that locally, um, you simply send an email to uh, popia complaints at the at information at inforegulator.org.za. Sorry, all of this um, is available on the information regulator of South Africa's website. Um, so that complaint mm-hmm. would then be investigated. Uh, there would probably be um, a compliance um, instruction given to the tattoo artist if he uh, fails to comply uh, to comply with that he um, could okay. end up with a fine of up to 10 million grand they can also claim wow. damages but in the, the, terms of section 99 of poppy okay right so the pictures have been taken down just uh, the, mm. the Facebook one as recently as overnight or this morning, but uh, but had it not, that that would that's it's good to know. Um, they can still complain, and, it, and it, you know it it at least creates a picture, so that if this particular tattoo sure. parlor does that again, then it's a second complaint, and then the the, the regulator sure. realizes absolutely. That I hear you. Yes. Okay, thank you, Trudy, very much for your input. Much appreciated as always. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, do we? Mm. Shall I press on with the next bit of? Um, yeah, I, 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 uh, information yeah. I've received. Yes, uh, please, Wendy. Because I mean, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm looking at, for instance, uh, the fact that. Uh, you know, there should have been a red flag going up for this tattoo artist when he was actually told that, uh, you know, she was under the age. And and, and what are the other issues that unfold further from this, Wendy? Well, I thought I'd seek the view of um, the views of Bradley Wilson, who's with the Council for Piercing and Tattoo Professionals. So on the legalities, he said South Africa, as we've now established, is one of the few countries with no age limit governing, governing tattoos. Um, he said, did, the question is, did the practitioner determine if the minor was of mental maturity to make the decision? Did he counsel her into making an informed decision? It would appear not. Uh, did he not notice a red flag when the minor informed him of her age? 
Um, there are luckily many studios with an age limit that is non-negotiable. But then again, there are those that are very questionable. Um, unfortunately, we as the CPTP do not have the backing from government to address these matters head on. But that is a discussion for another day, he said. I asked if it was an issue that his organization grapples with regularly, the tattooing of, of minors. And he said, yes, because the body art industry is unregulated. There are many unscrupulous practitioners out there. Thus, our year-on-year year request to government to regulate. Um, I asked him how serious this case was. Do they know? Does he know of more serious ones, such as a sleeve tattoo on a teen, or a massive back tattoo, with or without? Uh, or I'm talking specifically about um, without parental uh, consent. He said this type of practice by the practitioner can be very questionable if he/she is willing to tattoo a minor, and actually, as far as possible, having her expose her breasts in order to tattoo her. A person would wonder what other boundaries they are prepared to breach. Naturally, again, moral standards come to mind. We are regularly contacted by parents whose children have overstepped the boundary. Our advice is that if they wish to pursue the legal route, they should get themselves a good lawyer. Um, I just wanted to also share, as I mentioned right at the beginning, yeah. uh, my daughter pointed me to this YouTube channel called Inc. Inked, which interviewed a host of experienced tattoo artists in the U.S. about what tattoo requests they turned down. These were clearly... Um, quite experienced tattoo artist, because judging from the videos. And I, I thought it would be quite interesting to add to this discussion if we played a couple of those comments, if we can do that now. Generally, I would refuse to do face tats, especially on like younger guys or girls. True. Um, I almost always try to talk people out of doing hand tattoos if they're not already sleeved. I don't like, me personally, I don't like doing face tattoos on young, like, uh, people who are just starting to get tattooed. Just, you know, I don't want to say they mess up their life or good career, but I want them to think more into it, you know? Like, if you're gonna, I, I, me personally, I don't even have face tattoos. Well, I got some, like, something on my sideburns. Well. But I'm, I'm in the industry, you know? So it's like, and I'm not planning to go nowhere. I'm not planning to be a lawyer or anything like that. But um, I feel like at, at this modern day age, a lot of people at 18 are getting like face tats everywhere. And it's like they don't think like, yeah, now you live on your mom and it's cool. You got face tat. But in 30 years when you got to pay your own damn bills and stuff like that, like, are, you know, if you're not rapping or you're not tattooing, like, what are you really going to do? Work at McDonald's with a face tat or something like that? And it's like, I, I, I don't want to do face unless you already have it. If you already have it, then I can add an extra one. But I don't want to be the first one to like damage you in a way, you know? And that's the comments of uh, the YouTube channel called Inked. And, uh, and the problem, uh, Wendy, is that a, a number of people don't realize because um, I, I know somebody also who had uh, a girlfriend's name tattooed straight across his back and then they broke up and it becomes, it really becomes <laughs> very, and, ev and eventually what they yes, did was the tattoo artist covered it with the Batman yes. because the Batman was the only thing that <laughs> would, be, would be big enough. It is a, per it is a permanent yes. thing. It is, in some way, even if it's removed, it's, it's generally a scar. And interesting, you mentioned that, say, the the um, the intimate partners, the boyfriend, girlfriend's names. Many of the um, people in that video, it was it was it was quite long. Many of them uh, said one of the things that they refused to do, um, as an absolute across the board, no, no, was um, tattooing someone's partner's name. Um, they just, you know, too many repercussions. One woman said that she used to do a lot of work in, in a woman's shelter. And she said just about all the women who ended up in that shelter um, fleeing an abusive partner had the partner's name 
inked onto them somewhere. And she said, no, from that time I made a decision, I'm not going to do it. And then the other no-no was um, uh, religious symbols um, mm. uh, because people changed their mind about that. And also the, you know, some had some awful requests for for um, Nazi symbols and that kind of thing and, mm. and appeared genuinely horrified when the tattoo artist said, no, that no, we're not going to be doing that. Yeah, I know that a number of people um, you know, and, and I've read up on this quite often that uh, people still want the swastika sort of tattooed on their body somewhere. Yep. And, and I mean, that is something that uh, most tattoo parlors will tell you absolutely no. Definitely not. But yeah, um, there were many, many more uh, comments about, about you know, not doing it on the face. Um, and I, so I played that clip just, you know, for a, a more of an international perspective that this is most definitely in youngsters. Um, either just you know not quite uh, adults or very young adults wanting a, a face tattoo as their first uh, bit of ink is mm. you know considered extremely very extreme and frowned upon and the reputable uh, tattoo artists um, will just refuse to do it be knowing that the person is really too young to make a decision mm. that's going to impact there's, on them for the rest of their life in one way or the other. There's such a lot of peer pressure for you to have a tattoo and nothing looks more uglier to me than, uh, you know, uh, somebody who had a tattoo when they were 18 or 20 or 23 and are now like 72 and this tattoo has just unfolded into something completely different than what it was uh, 50 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, I think you know it's it's part of the human condition. When you're very young, you completely lack the ability to to imagine yourself not being hip and happening and young and gorgeous. It just you know that's for your parents and grandparents, not you. You know that's never going to be you. And it's I remember feeling that myself. And that's why we need as adults, as the grown-ups, as industries to um, to take that on board, whether it's a legal requirement or not. Um, and and um, help them to help themselves. They basically to protect themselves from their young selves because their older selves will thank you, mm. one hopes. And and I think uh, in, in the meantime, when we still have this particular legal loophole or legal sort of inequality that, uh, you know, the law doesn't provide for the, the permission and everything else that needs to be there, I think you need to just assist your children and, and take them through the process, be open with them, talk to them and guide them through the process if they want to, to have a tattoo done. Wendy Nola, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon and have yourself a wonderful evening.